Adult content intended for an adult audience only. All characters engaging in sexual relationships or activities are 18 years old or older. Contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link above to further support this writer. X-Ray Vision Part 05 by Elaine Mature Jillian. Friday night. No, you can't help. That would defeat the purpose. Greg wasn't buying it but he left me alone anyway. As alone as I ever am, with a boyfriend that can see through walls. And don't look. Turn around. I hollered as he retreated to the kitchen. He was already dressed. I'd never seen him so snazzy, washed and dressed in his wool dress pants, tailored shirt, tie, even socks. Got a haircut. For a beach bum, that was really making an effort. A jacket and charcoal made him look respectable even. Clearly Kang's work, top to bottom. My little black dress was on a hanger to keep it from getting bent or twisted. It is pretty fragile. Over that a dry-cleaning bag, to keep it clean. Kang had wanted to cover it in aluminum foil, or even lead, but I had to tell her that wouldn't work, she was thinking of Superman. Greg can see stuff, any stuff, all the way through. Not x-ray vision really, because that has stuff in front of stuff, a picture of everything inside but mashed together in a 2D picture. He sees in 3D, nothing is in front of anything else, it's all just there. I couldn't get the dress into the condo without him seeing it, no way. But he wasn't going to see it on me until I was ready. Kinda nervous about this whole deal. Kang called it a fuck me dress, you know, like fuck me pumps. In private it was her Greg fuck me dress, designed for me and Greg personally. She does that kind of thing for me, her sister. And because I have boobs, a butt hips unlike most of her customers who are tiny Vietnamese women, Kang's having a blast, designing for her little sister. I think I'm going to be wearing outrageous massively stylish clothes for the rest of my life. I just have to get used to the idea. Big sister knows best. That's how it works in Vietnamese families. I smiled at that, like I always smiled when I thought of family. Never had one, not until very recently. Now I was part of a family, had a boyfriend, in a tight community. Respected. It was so strange. I stripped, untangled the dress from the bag and unhitched it from the hanger. Now I just had to remember how it went on. Stockings first. Won't be able to bend over after the dress is harnessed up. Thigh-high silk lacy tops, won't interfere with the fit of the party dress. Bunched over the toe then pulled up, playing out the silk like stuffing a sausage. Tops laced up the back, silly pointless detail that will drive the guys wild, thinking of tugging on that bow, seeing them crumple down my thighs. The dress opened entirely down one side, opened like a clamshell, had a silk ribbon to thread through loops, close that side. I wanted badly to wear panties, but Kang had been adamant. Only me and the dress. That meant I put my legs through two loops at the bottom, snugged it up over my hips. The dress had a sort of thong built in, so at least that was keeping me from flashing my privates in public. I'd done a little trimming to keep from being scandalous down there, what I had was pretty fine and short so not much to do to keep fuzz from sticking out. I never wear thongs, not raised that way. I was raised with JC Penny discount underwear, usually hand-me-downs from some other foster kid. Raised on the cheap, in boarding houses by people who didn't want me, just the money from the state. Now I'm getting used to having the best of everything. It's baby steps. Greg had buckets of money, mountains of money. He found lost things without really trying, and that included a lot of lost cash. He says it's because people carry it all the time, the most likely thing to misplace. Anyway I live in a million dollar condo with him, where bespoke clothes, eat anything I want. Lots of firsts for me these last week's bagels and locks had never been on the foster home menu. This was my first bespoke fuck me dress for instance. My first little black dress of any kind. And the only other time I'd worn it, in Kang's fitting room, she'd put it on me. It wasn't so much figuring it out, as holding it up. There were no shoulder straps, no belt. It fit like a bustier slash panty slash skirt combo. Thread that silk through the loops, tie it loosely. Pull the dress front up over my boobs, snug it around, make it stick where it was supposed to. The other side got buttoned, tiny black pearl buttons through tiny buttonholes. Do them up, carefully. They were made to come off. See, King had even designed in the way this dress would be removed, with Greg ripping it off later tonight. So, quick release buttons, literally hanging by a thread. I'd worried about all those ripped buttons sprayed around the condo, then I remembered Mr. Can't lose anything will just glance around, 
pick them up again, put them in a bag. So Ken can sew them back on again. Okay, it's buttoned, the front is holding, covering my boobs without really holding them up. I'll have to wear this dress a lot. Before my boobs sag and it quits working. Next snug up the silk cord, test by gently rotate hips and shoulders, get it all where it should be. Tug the cord, tie it in a cute knot and voila. I'm dressed. Well, still nearly naked, but that's apparently how this works. Naked shoulders, naked back. Naked butt and legs. Naked chest down to my nipples. Looked in the mirror, it looked pretty good. One more adjustment, Kang had shown me. Reach in the bodice, gently tugged my tits up as far as they would go. Until maybe just a hint of nipple was showing. As daring as it could possibly be, and not get arrested. Had to admit, it made my modest bust look like a million. Like I was made for this dress. How long do I have to stare at the microwave? Greg was getting antsy. I didn't answer, slipped into the pumps Kang had selected. One last look in the mirror, tug a stray strand back over my ear. Pull it out again, let it hang there. Was that sexy? I hope so. Out to the kitchen, tottering on the heels, also pretty new for me. Greg is sitting on a bar stool looking resolutely the other way, indeed right at the microwave. Checking the fuse I suppose he was handy that way. Okay. You can look. Nervously I tangled my fingers together at my waist, remember to let go, let my arms hang. Throw my shoulders back. Stand straight. And for God's sake don't bend over. He stood, turned slowly, respecting the moment, making it a moment. Didn't take him long to lose his cool. There went the jaw slack. The eyes wide. I didn't need x-ray vision to see his heart race, his breathing stop. He was not drooling but pretty much everything else. MMMY God! Jillian! He was pretty much speechless as well. His body was speaking volumes. His linen pants were too tight to disguise his excitement. I didn't need a magic eye to see that. Well, so far, so good. I said just a minute, tottered back to fetch the little silk bag Kang had put a shawl into. Tugged it out, way more shawl than could possibly fit in that tiny satchel, spread it over my shoulders. Gorgeous black patterned lacy thing, fragile as shit, not really very warm. Came out to find Greg at the front door, talking to the cab driver. Tipping him already? Whatever, Greg knows what he's doing, he's had money for years. The cabbie spied me over Greg's shoulder, went into shock. Forgot to reach for Greg's money, forgot Greg existed, just stared. Shook himself, back to professional cab driver, took the tip, held the door for us. I wanted to cover myself, be shy. But hell this is a costume, I'm essentially playing a role, young couple off to a club. I straightened up, threw my chest out and stalked outside, like a model on a runway. Down the walk to the cab, Greg held the door, and I had my first major test of the togs. Take his hand, back carefully. Into the cab, crouch and sit without bending my torso. Fuel. I didn't hear any buttons fly off. Fold those silk encased legs neatly and draw them inside, and Greg shut me in. Greg slid in the other door, and the cab was off. Already arranged the destination, no further words were exchanged. Greg just sat sideways, admiring me. I handed him the little satchel my shawl came in. He stuffed it away wherever boyfriends keep the things you hand them, never taking his eyes off. I was a little perplexed. Why is this dress any different from naked? Which is how Greg saw me, saw everybody. If he wanted to. Would it even work, when we got home, for Greg to rip off the dress? Would he see that as interesting or exciting at all? Cram those doubts away. Tonight is for showing off, eating silly expensive treats, drinking colorful glowing drinks, dancing, meeting people and showing off. It was only a mile or so to the strip by car. Usually we went as the crow flies down the beach, much shorter. No beaches tonight, not in these shoes. A line out the front of the club, down the block. Not a big crowd on the strip, but only a couple clubs open so there were quite a few here, the best place. The cab stopped in front of the main entrance. I went to open my door, remembered, sat tight. Greg came around, swung the door wide, took both my hands to pull me gently up and out. Switched to one arm, me clutching his elbow, balancing on those ridiculous shoes. I hope it doesn't get too cold out here. I didn't come dressed for much wind, and it might be a while. He smiled, steered me straight to the club entrance. The bouncer greeted us by name. Good evening, Mr. Gregory. Miss Jillian. Held the door open for us with a big smile. I gave him a sweet look in return. Be nice to folks. Especially when they're being nice to you. Inside wasn't too loud yet. Busy, nearly full but a table was miraculously available for us. 
A raised platform along one wall for VIPs, tiny two-person tables behind the railing. A waiter led us up a ramp. Ours was set with roses in a vase, a bucket of wine on ice. I looked at him, suddenly suspicious. You arranged all this. I had thought we'd just go out like normal mortals, wait in line, stand at a cocktail table, yell over the crowd. A few people owe me a favor or two. He was being cute. I could be cute. I leaned across the table, mindful to keep my torso rigid, kissed him, smiled my brightest smile. The shawl was too much now. It was heating up in here. I twirled it off, handed it in a wad to Greg. He whipped out the bag, took some time stuffing it, made it disappear. Now I was fully on display, looked around to see who was noticing. Not a lot of folks on the dance floor glancing up, the platform above their horizon line. A couple two tables down were riveted, both of them. He was looking at Greg. She was occupied with me, her tongue just wetting her lip. I smiled, nodded, turned back to my date. You're attracting your own attention. I may be jealous. He looked confused, and I didn't explain. That waiter was back, set down a tray filled with implausible treats, origami meats, fruit I didn't recognize on cheese I didn't recognize on crackers they must have baked themselves. One looked like it started out life as a deviled egg, so I tried that. Oh. It was a little orgasm of flavor in my mouth. Definitely deviled egg, but sharp and sweet and tangy too. Next a tiny black waffle cone filled with orange dots and green cream. Wow. Hot as a firecracker, and the dots exploded into salty wet spots. The waffle cone was a waffle cone. Greg was toying with a tiny crustless sandwich with some blueberry jizz filling. I never saw this kind of food when, the first time I was in here. Greg nodded. I had the kitchen bring it in from a caterer I know. I gave him a there must be more look. I found her cat some time back, down a storm drain. She's always said call me. If I wanted a party catered. Well she's a genius. These things are out of this world. He smiled, gratified I liked his surprise treat. I'll let her know you enjoyed it. We nibbled, people watched, relaxed. I remembered not to lean back. It was hard, but each time I felt the cold chair on my naked skin I'd sit up straight again. Greg got a concerned look, his gaze fixed on the back of the room, the bar. I turned carefully. Three people at the bar, two pretty vacation gals, clearly friends, a college guy on one side. He was trying to make time. Apparently bought them drinks, making comments to both of them. The middle girl was turning back and forth, following the comments, laughing. I'm sorry, I'll be back in a moment. Greg walked down the ramp, to the other end of the bar. Hailed the bartender who abandoned his customer instantly. Came down to Greg, bent to listen as Greg talked privately into his ear. Looked at the other end of the bar, nodded. Greg returned the way he came, the incident over for him. From where I sat, I saw it play out. The bartender hailed a bouncer, they bracketed the college guy. Bartender reached into college boy's jacket, fished around. He objected but bouncer held one hand on his shoulder, effortlessly nailing him to his bar stool. Bartender pulled out a glassing packet of pills, glanced at them, nodded to the bouncer. Bouncer lifted college boy by one arm, walked him on tiptoe around the bar, threw a door to a back room. The girls looked alarmed. Bartender chatted with them, scooped up their drinks, left them smiling. I guessed. Ruffy? Greg scowled, nodded. Bartender has handled it before, surprised he didn't spot it. The guy was smooth, barely passed his hand over the glass, dropped the pill between two fingers. The girl's evening will be spoiled. Greg perked up. Nope. Bartender will comp them some drinks, offer them a VIP table next one frees up. They'll remember this as a highlight of their trip. What happens to the shithead? Cops will come by later, pick him up from the office, it has an outside door for that. He'll get booked, photographed, sent home on the next bus. He won't come back but since he was booked, he gets picked up here again it's failure to appear on this old charge and a jail sentence. Sounded harsh. But so was rape. I had no sympathy. And you say you aren't a superhero. He had the grace to blush at that. I must remember to give him a special treatment, a thank you through me from those girls. An MC came to a mic, started warming up the crowd. Greg gave me the backstage action. The band is in back, stretching, doing their pre-show routine. For the singer, she's got great pipes by the way, warm-up means bouncing on the drummer's cock. She's doing that now, and laying on an amp case, dick straight up, cowgirl. Gotta hurry. He's starting their intro. No time to clean up. Greg grinned. That's part of the warm-up. He'll come in her oops. There he goes, wow, he's got big balls. She's hopped off, pulled her spandex up, all that just still inside. 
he's stuffing his cock down his pan leg so it's obvious, she scooped up the mic and. The MC gave a flourish, she vamped onto the stage all fresh-faced and smiling, a curtain moved and the band launched into an intro riff. The crowd roared, all good nature and excitement. Singer said something about the band turned bowed low to the drummer showing the wet spot to the audience, all young and hot and sexy and just fuck they went wild, the intro reached the first line and she belted out the familiar verse. The floor crowd exploded, dancing and hollering with colored spotlights weaving over their heads. Over the top, overheated vacation spot stuff, perfect for this crowd. I found my face red, embarrassed at knowing that wet spot was for real. Her flush face and shoulders were from coming on the drummer's dick and not just makeup and lights. But I didn't mind, not really. It was so good-natured, so happy, so young, it all worked somehow. We listened to first song, too fast for me. The second was more ballad, less guitar, just my speed. I scooted back, stood, offered Greg a hand. He looked unsure, but just as Kang had promised, he gamely led me out to the dance floor. It was crowded, but somehow we got a small space to ourselves. It helped that guys kept doing a double take, then making room, maneuvering behind their dates so they could watch us. Watch me. Greg did a box-step shuffle, looking pretty relaxed actually, smiling at me, oblivious to the world, not even seeing the couples around us. Smile back at him, dance with him, just the two of us in our own private world. I did the stiff back loose arm shuffle turn swivel hips thing. My legs looking a mile long in stockings and nothing, that tiny skirt flirting with my crotch every time I moved. In heels, that added a whole nother dimension to it apparently. Not only Greg having trouble remembering to dance, but some of the guys around us too, and a couple gals. A few annoyed girlfriends had to stand between their date and us, get their attention back. Greg seemed fascinated by my back. I remembered the first morning I was alone with him. He watched me wash dishes, admiring my young flexible spine. The things a guy gets off on. So of course I remembered to wiggle my hips, let my back move sinuously. Step hips, let waves of motion travel from the floor up my legs, through my hips and back to my shoulders, watching him watch me. The chorus on this number really appealed to me. I raised one arm above my head, eyes half closed, shoulders got into it, sang along, really enjoying myself. Finished the song and opened my eyes to find a small space cleared around, a spotlight on us a ring of wrapped male faces and some women too, including the couple from two tables down. Including Kang and Nick. Kang had pulled Nick over to watch, was studying her, waiting. When Nick was nearly drooling she went into the clinch, pulled her down into a kiss. Nick woke up, put her full attention into kissing Kang back. Young love. My sister was using her fuck me dress to give Nick a contact high, getting her hot and bothered and then enjoying the result. That mercenary scheming sister of mine. What a smart lady. We'd have a lot to talk about next girl's night. Greg realized the music had stopped, woke up, found a gap in the ring around us, led me by a hand back to our table, a smattering of polite applause following. The band was already into their next number as we sat. It's getting kind of hot in here. Greg was fanning himself, his face glowing. Not that hot yet. It must have been something he ate. Or saw. Hard to get very hot in this outfit. I'm feeling fine. I wriggled in my seat, showing how airy my costume was. Greg nodded weakly, even more stirred up. I love teasing Greg, it's so easy. The wine got opened and poured. We toasted our hosts, the band, the evening. Nibbled the fanciful snacks, watched the crowd. Greg revived somewhat. Kang and Nick had disappeared somewhere, probably back to her room. Tell me about the crowd. Folks were having such a good time. He looked around slowly, giving it the Greg radar treatment. Four guys over there, stag party. Bridegroom's been perving on the singer, his dick gives it away, normal guy horniness. One of the groomsmen is too, the other two are perving on the bridegroom. Romance, I guess. I looked, now that I was clued into it I could see. Not their stiff dicks or whatever Greg was queuing in on, the way they ignored the band, had their full attention on their buddy. Cute in a way. You and two young girls, the only three not using wire and tape. To hold something up. I flushed at that, not used to being blindsided by compliments. Don't do that. Everybody can see me blush in this. It was true. My face, neck, shoulders and half of my torso were essentially naked and now turning pink. He just smiled, proud of his remark, openly admired what he caused. After a long moment returned to his survey of the club. It's a good night for young love the condom machine in the bathroom has run out. Bring your own next time, boys. Anything not related to sex? I was kidding. I loved hearing about sex. Uh, yeah, there are termites eating at a post in the beer garden, 
One of the pergola supports. The nest runs deep. He looked down scanned. Wow. Under this whole end of the block. A scary thought that the insects really own the world. Our humble constructions exist at their pleasure. The line outside, waiting to get in, it's getting cooler. Couples are bundled up, sharing body heat under one coat. At least three couples have hands down their partner's pants. Occupying their time while they wait. Sex again. Horn dog. You even look at guys? Sure. I look at everything, can't avoid it. Those two fellas, in the suits, evangelists. Bibles and prayer pamphlets in one pocket, condoms in the other, both of them. Get one alone, they'll be as frisky as any young guy out there. They're each waiting for the other to leave. You know the joke about going fishing with Baptists? I shook my head. Never go fishing with just one Baptist. He'll drink all your beer. That made sense. Everybody was interested in sex. And beer. The short dude at the table by the stage. With the three hot ladies hanging around him. He's got a dick like a horse. Probably a foot long all told. The ladies somehow home in on that. Or maybe they just know him. Anyway, safe sex, he's sterile. Some scarring in his urethra. Old infection, tubes blocked. You. Enough. More of the sexy couple stuff, please. It didn't take him long to find something fun. A couple in the ladies' room, the last stall, fumbling out of their clothes. He's trying to get lined up, get coupled with her. Just put his foot in the toilet. Not stopping them, God admire their focus. She's bent forward, hanging on the coat hook on the door, tights pulled down to her knees, making herself available. He's done it. Coupled, started banging. Just going to town, she's clutching the coat hook, door rattling. Two other girls in there, laughing, peeking. The coat hook came off. She's bent completely double now, hands on the floor, but in the air, getting the full effect of a rock-hard rigid dick plunging into her totally exposed and open, banging like a bunny. The condom broke. From all the friction, it's just a sleeve now. She's coming. Oops. Gonna need a morning after pill. Wow, maybe two pills. Collapsed on the floor, he slumped over her. Door came open. He's tumbled out, naked, wet, the two girls leaning against the wall laughing. Poor guy. I couldn't help giggling though. Don't worry about him, the smile on his face, it was all worth it. He turned in his chair, looking back at the bar now. Nodded, found what he was looking for. There's a party girl in the old cloakroom behind the bar by the entrance. They stack cases of glassware in there. She's entertaining a series of guys, laid face down over a crate, skirt pulled up over her back, taking it from behind. One, two, six, seven guys. Lined up waiting their turn. Alarm! Help her! No need! She's organized it. They have tickets or something, little cards, invitations. She's got a pocketful, been handing them out. She's not a whore, no money being exchanged. Just like sex a lot? The bartender will break it up in a bit. Sex parties don't sell booze. I was a naive Midwestern girl, this was all new to me. He saw that, looked at me, got a soft expression, touched that I was shocked and concerned. I don't like to interfere with people, if they're not hurting each other. No pain in there, I guarantee it. Just some creative socializing. Goes on a lot, way more than you'd think. I looked out over the dance floor, recovering from the shock and excitement. The room was the same, but different now. Full of rocketing hormones, planned and accidental passion, unintended fertilization. Dancing to the beat of life, a couple hours of food, drink, dancing, lights, loud music had drained me. Strangers looking, glancing as they passed, staring up from the dance floor, all the time. Add to that, because of the dress I couldn't lean back, couldn't totally relax. I was starting to feel stressed. Greg? He looked up from staring at where my dress ended. His gaze hadn't left me all night, except to do his radar thing on the crowd from time to time. Hmm? I think I'm ready to head out. All business now, he signaled our waiter, told him something privately. Helped me get up, put on my wrap, walked me to the front door, took our time, chatted up the doorman, charming and confident. I was his arm candy, smiling and nodding. Greg saw something outside, said goodnight. And we were out the door. The line was still there, moving a bit as couples like us took our leave, they got their turn to enter. It was even cooler now, the fresh sea breeze giving everything a damp chill. Yup, lots of couples sharing one coat, lots of satisfied smiles that I worried about being out here exposed for long but a cab pulled up, the doorman opened the cab, beckoned out IT was our same cab guy. He'd been waiting this whole time, paid by Greg to hang out all evening, hailed by the waiter. So I wouldn't have to suffer a moment of discomfort, 
What a sweet guy. I'm feeling so pampered, so cared about. He's made it a nearly perfect evening. I was absolutely, definitely, totally gonna fuck Greg's brains out when we got back. Then it would be a perfect evening. Gregory, she was shivering. I slid across the seat, put an arm around her. She leaned into me, all sexy soft girl, warm skin and silk, it was heaven. Didn't take long to warm her up. The cab had been toasty when we got in. Larry had hung out like I'd asked, end of the block, waiting for a sign from the doorman, heater running. Only a couple minutes and we were home. Larry knew the journey home was nonstop, everybody ready to hit the hay. Or do whatever in the hay, anyway. I got out, trotted around, tipped Larry again, shamelessly. He'd need it, ring broke on one cylinder, burning oil. Opened the rear door, handed her out carefully. Didn't want her to split a seam. Or pop out where she wouldn't appreciate it. Larry motored off, blue smoke trailing, and we tottered up the walk to the door. I scanned, the place was safe, secure, warm and tidy. She stopped, put a hand on my shoulder. Thank you for a wonderful evening. I had a great time. Smiling. Do I get a goodnight kiss at the front door? But it's my door too. Tradition, silly. She leaned in, tilted her head, wetted her lips, closed her eyes. I put a hand on her cheek, closed the gap. Started warm and soft, then some tongue got added, some passion. How did she get so much tongue in my mouth? She put her arms around my neck, up on tiptoe and taking her time, getting her full quota of intimate wet probing and nuzzling. When she had her fill, back on her flat feet, opened her eyes. Wow. I suppose you think that means you're going to get some. Horn dog. I admitted I was a horn dog, a card-carrying member of the league. The regional secretary, attorney champion two years running. Third generation purebred. She giggled. Well, I guess that's okay then. I unlocked the door. Where would she even keep a key? Let her in. Standing in the entryway, she needed another kiss. Just as warm, maybe a little more insistent that I remembered to close the door. Turned back, and she had kicked her shoes off, was ready again. This time one hand in the front of my shirt, the other on my neck, her eyes open and hungry. Woman! You keep this up, this is going to go too far, we may do something you'll regret. She shook her head no, simply, confidently. I don't want this evening to end. I could open some wine? Put a frozen pizza in the oven? No. Again. It's time for Nookie. A thrill, just to hear her say it. But I still pretended to resist. You think I'm that easy? And why tonight? Kang says it's time. Big sister knows best. I like your big sister. Smart woman, always has our best interests in mind. No disagreement there. She ran her hands up my chest, slid my jacket over my shoulders, let it fall to the floor. Began unbunning my shirt, put her hands inside, on my chest, exploring my warm skin that I shuddered from the sensation. It had finally come to this. The woman I love, touching me, wanting me, and she did want me. Her heart betrayed her. Her breathing, her fluids. Even her uterus was rising, turning, anticipating insertion and insemination. Her body wanted me in every way. They say excitement results in fight or flight. They have it all wrong. There's a third fuck. A distinct physiological state involving every system in the body. Swelling tissues, increased heart rate, probably by loads of hormones. And yeah, I'm easy. For you, whenever you want, whatever you want. I shrugged my shirt off, struggled with the cuffs, got it off, flung it away. She was fooling with my belt, unhooked it, unbuttoned my pants, slid one hand inside the front, feeling me warm and swelling in my clothes. She looked suddenly alert, put her face to my ear, whispering. I've been calling you big guy all this time, but I never guessed. What a lucky lady I am. I'm gonna get myself around this thing, make it stand up and beg, make it cry. That was too much. I reached for her dress, fumbled with a button. How does this come off? You have to tear it off. We really gonna do that? Just checking. We're so gonna do that. She was certain, pointed to the side with buttons. Rip from the top. All at one go. I grabbed at the seam, found two tabs sewn in. God I love you king, grabbed, looked her in the eye, and ripped. She shrieked, a look of alarm and joy on her face. Buttons flew everywhere, bounced off the walls, rolled under furniture. One even lodged in my pants that I felt an electric thrill, exposing my girl, ruining her clothes. My dick responded enthusiastically. Okay, wow, that works. I have a clothes-ripping fetish. I didn't know that about myself. Her face flushed, eyes bright, she took my hand, placed it on her chest. Touch me. I touched her. I've wanted to touch you, hold you, all night. Longer. She leaned into me, into my hand. 
The dress sagged, exposing one side to nearly her navel, her young breast open to me, her belly flexing as she moved, breathed, her heat rising to me. Let's get this thing off. I plucked at the dress, but it was still firmly attached. Jillian reached down, pulled at a bow which unfurled silkily, sensual by itself. Tugging the free end I saw it slither up, then down her side, coming free. The dress fell open completely, thrilling me by her boldness. It was held to her by two elastic bands around her thighs. I knelt, peeled the dress down. As it came away from her crotch, liquid strands stretched from her female sex, broke that she'd been seeping since we got in the cab, building up a wet reservoir in the fabric. No way it could hold it all. Her leg was wet on the inside, overflow of desire. She raised each foot, stepped out. I cast the dress away, a useless shell now. She was Jillian, skin and satin stockings, heat and desire. I experienced her whole, seeing inside and out, her scent and feel, her breath and heartbeat. Slick with desire and sweat, wet tongue and vagina swelled with blood flow. Jill took my hand, made to pull me into my bedroom but my pants hanging on my hips chose that moment to fall, hobbling me. Smiling, she bent her sexy strong body, crouched, tugged at my pant legs so I could lift my feet out. We were nearly naked, me in my boxers with my dick sticking out the hem. She in those alarming stockings, laced up the back and tied with those ridiculous dangerous bows. How many times tonight had I wanted to reach over, tug at those fragile silken threads, release those stockings? We arrived at my bed. She reached back, oh so cute, bending at one knee and looking over her shoulder, tugged one lace untied. The stocking crumpled, fell to her knee. She lifted her leg bent forward to strip it off. Not so fast. Let me. She giggled, straightened, held her leg knee bent toward me. I knelt, stroked her from thigh to knee. She twitched, thrilled by the intimacy. Gently rolling the stocking I took it down to her foot, off her heel, plucked it from her toe. She held the other knee out. I held her thigh with one hand, felt for the bow tie with the other, felt her leg trembling. Pulled the silk cord, let the stocking slip down. Took my time teasing it from her knee, her calf, her foot. She reached down, urged me up to her, naked now, only skin, completely open to me, vulnerable, ready. My hands trembled as they took her waist, pulled her to me in an embrace. You're so excited. Why does it matter if I am clothed or naked? I'm always naked to you. She was happy and curious. Not like this. It's all about intent attitude. Your own shyness, your reaction to seeing me see you. Your heart, your breath. The gift of skin and warmth. Mmm. I stopped talking as she kissed me. What can I do? To be sexy for you. She gave me an impish look, ready to be my sex buddy, to tease me and make me want her. Movement. Move your young strong body, flex it, show it off. Be lewd, be vulgar, shock me. She started by dancing again, taking small steps in her bare feet, rotating her hips, then her torso, her shoulders, all the while keeping eye contact. When her back was turned she rocked her hips, her spine following, sinuous, rippling up, her ribs and organs moving for me, flexible and strong. God you're beautiful. What can I do for you? To make you want me? She turned back to face me. Your desire is my gift. Show me. Drool over me. Bite me. Touch what pleases you. I stripped my shorts off, kicked them under the bed. My desire was plain, straining and rigid, rudely bobbing in the space between us. She reached, touched the tip, fondled me with one hand. I dripped wet on her palm. Reaching to her, I cupped her breast, squeezed, pulled at her nipple, pinched. Getting a gasp. Are my tits too small? She was earnest, concerned doubt I shook my head emphatically no. No such thing. Tits are proof God loves us. When I look at you too long, stare helplessly at you. It's because I'm perving on your tits. Admiring their curve, their shape, those perfect nipples, flawless ducks, smooth unblemished texture, caressing them with my mind. She smiled, amused perhaps that I'd admired her ducks. Nobody had said that before, I'm sure Dot I'd bent to her, kissed her cheek, her neck, her shoulder. Her chest above one breast, above the other. Took a breast in hand, squeezed gently to make her nipple proud, mouthed it, sucked. She put a hand to my head, tangled her fingers in my hair, pressed me in harder. I licked her sensitive areola, held her nipple in my teeth. She inhaled sharply. You know what excites me? I pulled off, looked her in the eye, nodded. Yes, I do. Even before you do. A big grin. This is gonna be good. We were tangled on my bed, our bed, still fondling, getting to know one another's bodies, learning to anticipate moves, reactions. But I was getting urgent, sensed I couldn't continue this way without embarrassing myself, 
ejaculating on her leg like a horny dog. I have condoms in the bedside table. Maybe a little old, but better than nothing? She considered, and I felt a lurch. To stop now, find a drugstore open this late. Catastrophe. The one thing I'd not foreseen. Then she surprised me, took my breath away. No. I think between us? Never. I never, ever want to be separated from you. I want you, all of you, and everything that means. I did spurt then, just a little, provoked beyond my endurance, the horn dog I was. She felt it giggled. God, she even did that sexy. Jill pulled over on top of me, all serious now, slid her body along mine, full body contact, slid down to see how I was doing. My dick was rigid, like a rolling pin, the head straining in red, smeared now with some fluids and come shocking me she took me in hand, put her mouth over my tip, closed her lips, puckered, sucked loudly. Smwak. Jillian. I can't take much of that. I love you, darling, but unless you want to be swallowing my cum like a fire hose, maybe slow down? She didn't reply, just let go, slid back up, slippery like a seal. Placed her hands on my arms, pulled them up over my head, held them to the bed. Kissed me briefly, hungry. Slid further up, raising her back, her wet slippery sex sliding up my member, her hot sexy lips caressing my shaft until she was bent over me in an arch, like an alley cat in heat, face to my face, sex to my rigid tip, leering at me, and she just tipped her hips, let me in. No resistance, we were long past that, just wet slippery vulva and swollen engorged vagina. Easing back to admit my cock, pushing down with her hips, my cock invading her flush sex, her flesh enfolding and expanding as I went in, surrounded me, coupled with me. She stopped as her cervix met my oozing hole, mating with uncanny precision, poised to accept my semen directly into her womb. Still inches of me outside, but oh so much cock sheathed inside her warm body, I could have been made for her. Her breathing was ragged, her heart beating strong and steady, her vagina beginning those slow convulsions that precede orgasm. I let her have her way. This was for her, this was her recovering control, using her body for her own pleasure, taking what she wanted for herself. Getting back what had been taken from her before. This was going to be different, not predator and prey but lover and beloved, each giving more than we received, doubling and redoubling our pleasure by selfishly using the other's flesh to stimulate our own, thus maddening the other beyond reason that I was there. I would come into my love at any moment. I tried to distract myself by observing the muscles in her face, her grimace of concentration and pleasure. No, that made it worse. Focused up, up to the empty sky. To two birds overhead, locked in mating, reproductive urge overriding self-preservation, hurtling toward the ground, frantically racing against gravity. Nope, to a jetliner, with a couple fucking in the first-class bathroom, bucking and coming. Not helping, further up, the space station hurling past, two astronauts stretching their perfect astronaut bodies in no gravity, legs locked around one another, slowly pumping semen between them. Jesus, back to Jillian then. The skin tension in her nipples belied imminent orgasm. Fluid flow from her ovaries to her fallopian tubes, wetting the way for that precious egg. The tightness in her eyelids, ready to clench in ecstasy. I knew how to end this, to make her come. To stimulate her into the cascade of physical reactions that end in convulsive insemination. She was just there, at the edge, just a nudge and she would slip over. I distracted her, sucked her upper lip into my mouth, ran my tongue along the inside. Simultaneously I pressed my dick to her cervix, just kissing it with my tip, flexed my muscles to drive a pulse of blood, make the tip swell, stroke her most sensitive flesh. It worked. The convulsion took her, her pussy opening gripping my cock compulsively, the vaginal trills running from vulva to cervix, milking me, urging my semen to come. Come find her egg. Her belly muscles clenched, her uterus flexing, her head dropped onto my chest, eyes clenched tight. Eyeballs rolling up in their sockets that it was too much for me too, the love of my life coming on me, around my cock, her vagina sucking and pulling at me, wetting me and warming me, wanting me to spurt my seed. So I did. My balls like two nuts up against the shaft, methodically pumped life-giving sperm and seminal fluids, mixing in my urethra, pressurized and bursting from the tip, aimed to impact on her cervix, on the very opening to her womb. Her body responded to the semen, released fluids in bulk, tailored to make the little swimmer's brief lives easy, to form a continuous path from my cock to her egg, the road to fertilization. She held that for one long beat, released, let her breath out, eyes returning to me, focused slowly on my face. Smiled dreamily, reached to kiss me, my cock still weakly pulsing inside her. I breathed her in, felt her in every tingling surface of my skin. Felt the heat of her breast on my chest. I was deeply happy. 
satisfied with my life, with myself, with her. She released my arms, sat up straight, cowgirl, legs folded beside me, stretched her back, still coupled. Sighed, smiled at me, then looked confused. You're still hard. That's your dick in me, right? Why isn't it all limp and used up? I know you came. I felt warm come in me. She smiled happily, squeezed me with her cunt. Come blurted out between us. Um, I can get limp. If you want. If I want. No, I don't want. But it's guys do that, right? Come and then get all floppy. At least for a while. I, uh, I figured that out. Long time ago. When I was in high school. Dawning joy. You mean you get hard whenever you want? She looked like she'd discovered chocolate, or been given a pony. Well, not just when I want. When you make me, sometimes it's not my choice. You're so dang sexy and all, it just happens. But yeah, when I want also. Is that another superpower? She was pretty jazzed. No, it's the same one. I just looked at it. And figured out how it worked. With practice, got so I could control the uh, valve that starts and stops it. It's a muscle, usually involuntary. But like a gag reflex, or any other reflex, if you can attend to it, you might be able to control it. I did. She bounced up and down, delighted with her new toy, feeling it hard inside her. Her sexy always hard cock, all her own, just reveling in it. It felt nice, my girl bouncing on me. I know I just came, but sex is sex, and jiggling boobies are always hot. I was feeling romantic. You are beautiful. I could look at you forever. Hold you forever. She smiled, darted her head down, pecked me on the lips. Yeah, sure, never mind that. Let's do it again. Right now. She leaned back, pulling me up to sitting, still coupled. Raised her knees, held her ankles in her hands, and opened herself up as lewdly as a woman possibly can. Thrust into me, big guy. Fuck me like my man should. Take me. Take me like you own me. Bang that pussy like you paid for it. Jesus in heaven, girl, what's gotten into you? I was half laughing, half shocked. I untangled my legs, so I was kneeling between hers, looking at this sex-crazed woman, her cunt spread before me like any whore. Not enough cock, Greg. That's what's not gotten into me. Shove your meat in. Pound me. And don't stop until you fill me again. With that she wrapped her legs around me, heels on my butt, and pulled. Me to her snatch. I was not expecting my dearest love to assault me sexually. It took a moment to catch up. But I got the message, did my best. Bracing my arms on each side of her I aligned myself with her cunt, which I could do perfectly, with one slick stroke receded into her body. She squealed, delighted, tilted her head back, mouth wide open, tongue spread and thrust out like some anime cartoon girl. It was adorable. I decided to make her earn this next orgasm. A uterus is flexible, quite a bit of play. A vagina is variable depth depending on the state of excitement, the alignment of hips and stomach. And how hard you shoved out I shoved. Buried myself in her, my cock head mashed against her innards until I squashed, bent. The entire length of my cock out, then schlick. Inside, far as I could go, pressing hard against her cervix. Again. Again, she began huffing, each stroke driving the breath from her, like she'd been punched in the gut. Well, kind of, she was. A cock punch right to the baby maker. Huff, 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 she'd asked for it. Demanded it. She grabbed her ankles, pulled her legs spread as wide as her young flexible hips would permit. My pubic bone was banging directly on her furry mound, mashing her clit with each impact. I could see it redden, swell, lengthen, smack. I went almost all the way inside her. Pull out, slitch, back in, smack. Nearly there. Slitch, smack. Slitch, smack. Slitch, smack, there. We did it. All my inches buried in her cunt, in her belly, gloriously coupled. I pressed, held achieved, home at last. She grew impatient, put her feet to my hips, one on each side, began pushing, pulling, trying to regulate my fucking to suit herself. Dang, she was flexible. Those long legs were infuriatingly strong and sexy. Her feet, almost prehensile, grabbing my hips like a monkey girl. I let her have her way for a few strokes, urging me on to ever more frantic fucking with her feet, but I started to get excited. Too excited to let her lay there, all complacent, grasping her calves I pulled her legs up, put her knees over my shoulders, heaved forward over her until she was bent nearly double, knees to her boobs, ankles in the air. Her hips rotated so her cunt was pointing straight up. I positioned my hips over her and pounded straight down. Into her, drilling her sex with my cock, smacking into her rump with my hips. She gasped, alarmed. Greg! Smack! G-R-E! Smack! 
G-R. Smack. 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 Her eyes rolled up. Her feet began trembling, trying to scissor her legs, her knees, protect her sex from my pounding. Her arms over her head, clutching the blankets, then one arm thrashing out, trying to grab me, pushing, clawing at me. I deflected, held on, wouldn't let her go, wouldn't give her any relief. She thrashed her hips, tried to get her body away, out from under, struggled. Then froze, just rocking, her abdominals convulsing, her arms pushing at the bed, struggling to sit, eyes wide and glazed. I started rabbiting, short, fast, hard strokes. Smack. 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 She took a long, shaky inhale, then shrieked. Out her sexual agony, clenched her entire self around her cunt, unconscious of anything but my cock pounding into her coming body, now flooding her insides with my last cum, my balls clenching, clenching, running dry but still pulsing, coming in my love, coming for my love, made it to her, inside her, part of her, suffering with her .my perception of her split, she became a constellation of parts. Muscles and bones and viscera and fluid, tissues and solids, a wild gyrating prismatic person. I was aware of all of her, all at once, no need to attend to this bit or that, just holding her entire body in my mind, treasuring her, knowing her. I knew her sex, her blood, her convulsing muscles, my cum in her vagina, her fluids welcoming it, nurturing it. Felt her like I was inhabiting her. As I got my mind back, my awareness of the room and my own body, she shifted, collapsed, became Jillian again, whole and female. With my own orgasm spent, I rolled off her, laid on my side, red faced and exhausted, my cock sore, my balls aching. I let it deflate, relax. She curled up into a ball, all soft, her muscles jiggly, limp. Cum ran from her red wet slit like water, gushed down her thigh onto the bedspread, pooled. Her vulva still clenching, unclenching reflexively. I scanned her. Made sure she was still breathing, no abrasions or strains. Everything looked fine, oh to be so young and resilient. After a time she unbent, stretched her legs, tried her hips gingerly. Jesus! You banged me good! I know, I asked for it. I'll be careful what I ask for. Superman might just deliver! God woman, you inflamed me with that trash talk, with those tits and those feet. I never came so much. Never saw so much. She crawled over me, found my face, gave me a sloppy smooch. I'm gonna get a drink. And pee? She hopped off the bed, none the worse for wear trotted to the kitchen, rummaged in the fridge. To the bathroom, peed like a fire hose. Came back and popping the top on a diet caffeine-free. Sitting on the bed she half-drained it, offered it to me. I took a healthy slurp, swallowed, burped. Next? Doggy style. I wanna feel you come in me from behind. I looked at her, astonished. She wanted more? I was gonna have to ask Kang for some Vietnamese herbs or something, keep my energy up. This was Kang's fault, in a way. She was already off the bed, bent over the side, tried different postures. Face pressed down, leaning on arms, straight-armed. She liked that best. Looked over at me, impatient. Get that super cock over here. Your woman needs you. I retrieved the can, slammed down the rest of it, crushed it, and threw it on the floor. She giggled, wiggled her butt, reached back and smacked herself slap, positioning myself behind her, hands on hips, just feeling her warm muscles, squeezing her flesh, I reinflate my cock. Like a balloon animal being blown up, it rose and grew in seconds to bump her butt. Stick that Donkey Kong cock into me. Right in my pussy hole. I want it now. All the way. She's determined to wring the last drop of exasperation out of me, it's clear. I do the only thing a gentleman can do in this situation. I fit my cock to her pussy hole and slide it right in, all the way. A grunt, an involuntary back arch. Fuck yeah. That's the ticket. Get that fucker wet in my hot breeding slot. Jesus woman. The thing she learned in that foster home. My cock responded with a pulse. Potty mouth. Girl fucker. Don't you pretend you don't like it. You can see inside of me, but I can feel inside of me. And that donkey cock twitches every time. She was not wrong. Exasperating and provoking were Siamese twins. To end the discussion, I started slowly. Slowly. Pulling out. Enjoying the feel of her hot swelled vagina tissue lovingly slipping, hugging, engulfing my cock. Reluctantly giving it up as I pulled away. Gay odd. Fucker. Put that back. I did. Slowly, slowly, feeling her tissue slip and slide around me, plowing her open firmly, until I was engaged completely between her hips, inside her belly. Tightly clasped in her breeding slot, in perfect insemination position. 
Your breeding slot likes my go-fucker when it's stuck all the way into your baby belly. She snorted, amused at my lame efforts at sexy talk. Gave me a loving whole cunt squeeze using her vaginal muscles. You can do that again. Damn. So she did it again. Contracted her belly, her vaginal muscles, her cunt opening. It was so sexy and loving, especially seeing her do it, seeing the response it had on her as well. The upwelling of juice, the compression and reinflation of swelled tissue. Sweet Jesus. I gently jiggled, not really going anyplace, just stimulating our flesh together. We spent a minute adjusting, feeling, enjoying our sexual connection. I saw her trying different muscles inside, trying to gain control of mostly involuntary contraction, fishing around in her head for the connections. She made some progress, distinguishing abdominal, anal and vaginal connections. Why does it feel so different this way? She knew that I would know. My dick runs up against the back of your, um, breeding slot, against the wall adjoining your anal muscles. It stimulates them as it strokes in. The nearest thing to anal, without actually going in that way. She experimented, contracting muscles in her butt convinced herself I was right. I'm not quite ready for that yet. I agreed. A stinky cock didn't much appeal to me either. Maybe one day. Shall I start, um, breeding you? She was amused at my choice of words, wiggled her hips and grinned over her shoulder. Jam your fuckstick into my womb? Shoot your baby batter at my egg sack? Play knock up the girlfriend? She swayed forward on her arms, then thrust. Back, giving my cock a thrill. Won't take long, you keep that up. I wasn't actually sure I had any baby batter left, but that wasn't necessary to bring her to orgasm. Or me either, she brightened. Let's try it this way. You use me like a doll. Stroking me like you're jerking off, I'm just a fucktube, a lubricated sex toy. Never mind what it does to me. I was concerned, that sounded selfish. Will you come? Oh, I'll come. You let me feel like my cunt is getting you off, that's the sexiest thing I can imagine. And if I don't, well, we'll just have to try something else. It was so easy to love this woman. No angst about who's coming first, who's doing more work, who's getting more fun. Just play and fuck and come, and let the chips fall where they may. Don't stop until you jizz in me. She said it like she was giving me instructions for a recipe or something. Which was fucking hot. I started slowly, not because that would feel good for her but because I wanted to. Her cunt was better than a lubricated sex toy. It was soft and warm and it squeezed back. Once I didn't have to think to keep my dick up I let myself play, short strokes, occasionally a deep one, all the way in and hold it, pull all the way out and stroke myself a few times, making her wait. Squeeze her hips, hold her tight. Plunge back in again, never mind how fast, she just had to take it. She had her head down, hair streaming onto the bed, eyes closed, just experiencing me experiencing her, using her. I could see how this was a different game that I bent over her, braced myself on the bed, reached around, grabbed the tit, squeezed, tugged cruelly at her nipple. Kept jiggling in her cunt. Oh. Quiet. Fuck dolls don't complain. She took that as her due. This game was her idea. I tugged and mauled some more, but not so hard as to hurt. She didn't know I wouldn't, and it was fun to see her tense up, expecting a pinch, then relax when I released out I moved my hand down to her crotch, and she flinched. Good. Don't expect this to be easy. I pulled out, slitched my fingers firmly in her wet snatch, plunged my dick back in again. Used my wet fingers to massage around her clit, mauling and smearing the flesh around, feeling her nub blip. Under my fingers as I stroked back and forth, just enjoying having her sex as my personal masturbation tool, happy to feel her girl parts without worrying about pleasing them. Her clit swelled, lengthened, became sensitive. I smashed it hard, and her cunt clamped down on me involuntarily. Good. This sex toy has some very enjoyable features. I did that a few times, then ran my cock out, slid the head up and down her slot, making sure to bump across her clit accidentally, irregularly as I enjoyed her cunt lips on my shaft. She said something under her breath. I stopped, leaned forward. What was that? I said, you fucking bastard. I realigned, plunged hard. Back into her. That's the general idea, fuck slut. I tried that word out on her, hoping it wouldn't get a bad reaction. It didn't. Her arms folded and she collapsed face down on the bed, her breathing labored, ass in the air, her legs twitching, time to get off. This toy was too exciting to waste. I gripped her hips, lifted her, lifted her feet off the floor and began using her like a ragdoll, stroking my cock with her wet vagina as a sort of cock sleeve. My personal masturbation toy, this was awesome, her weight mostly on her torso, I could lift her hips fairly easily, bang her body into my pelvis like her cunt was my hand and I was stroking myself off. Didn't take me long, 
I swelled, grunted, and somehow my balls found some more cum to inject into her body. I seated her ass firmly against my hips, pumped my remaining jizz right against her cervix. She did come. She yelled something into the bed, her face pressed hard into the blankets, her hands. Gripping the covers, white-knuckled. She bent a leg, one pretty foot kicking in the air, the other jabbing at the carpet, not getting any traction. Once I stopped pumping and her vagina stopped convulsing, I set her down, pulled free. As an afterthought, totally in character, I wiped my dick on her ass, stropped the remaining strands of cum off it, wiped my jizzy hand on her back. She collapsed onto her knees, but corking this way and that, thighs trembling, cunt clenching and unclenching. I patted her on the back, saw that she was not going to fall over, went to the kitchen to fetch another drink and have a piss. When I returned sipping the diet something she had crawled onto the bed and lay on her back, one hand on her cunt. The other on one tit, absently stroking. That was awesome! I agreed, sipped some more, cock-bobbing wetly. I offered her the drink. She stopped touching herself, sat up on one elbow, took the can from me, drained half of it, handed it back. You had your fill? I was concerned for the state of her sex. She was red and raw, and would be sore in the morning. Walk funny all day. Yeah, for now. Hey, big guy. A satisfied smile. I want to try something I heard about. We don't have to fuck. She'd seen my concerned look. Just a position. I can't see how it would work. That was reasonable. How does it go? She scooted off the bed, came to me, wrapped herself around me, all hot, soft flesh and sexy. Standing up. She wrapped one leg around mine, licked my neck that I was still holding the can, and her nuzzling joggled the drink, made me spill. It ran down my front, wet her tits. Just a sec. I sat the can down somewhere safely, bent sideways, started licking the wet from her boobs. She giggled, clasped her hands behind her back, jutted her chest out. Like a cute high school cheerleader, but naked and smeared and come I chased the drips from the bottom of one gently swelling boob, up the side, slurked at the top. Repeated on the other. Licked up between her breasts to the dent below her neck, kissed there gently. Oops. Missed a drop. I knelt in front of her, licked her belly, got a giggle. Stuck my tongue briefly in her belly button, the cutest little innie ever. Kissed my way down her pubes to the top of her sex. Her little clit was sticking out of its hood slightly, red and bent, roughly used. I licked with the tip of my tongue, just touching it. She jumped, still sensitive. Flattening my tongue, I pressed it to her sex, warm and soft, moved it in gentle circles. She sighed. What do I taste like? I considered. Diet cola. She punched my shoulder, tugged on my arm. I stood, this time more gently she again wrapped one leg around mine wrapped her arms around my torso like an octopus, clinging to me, her breasts warm against my chest. I stirred between her legs, caught in the cleft of her thighs. She adjusted, widened her stance, loosened the leg wrapped around me. My cock freed up, bumped her bush. But it was pointing the wrong direction, and way too high to ever penetrate. See? You're a bit taller, and your cock starts way above my cunt. I could see that. H.M. I bent my knees, a sort of half-crouch. Wouldn't be able to keep this up for long. The knees would give out. She got the idea, went up on tiptoe. Better. My cock was straight now rubbing her slit. Maybe once you're inside. I went into a deep crouch, reached between us, slid my cock head along her slit to the vulva. Rocked a bit, got some headway, and slid. Up and in. I was still crouching a bit but now I didn't mind so much. Jill happily kissed me, her face even with my face now, all smoochy and tired, just enjoying the moment. But it couldn't last. I have to. She went down flat-footed, and my cock popped out. We'll have to try that again, see what we can come up with. She nodded happily, satisfied for now. Reached for my pop can, drained it, set it back down took me by one hand, led me to the bed. To our bed. Stripping off the top cover, pretty grungy from sweat and sex and pool jism, flung it on the floor, fluffed the pillows, slid in under the sheet, scooted over. I followed, arranged myself on my back, the way I always slept. She snaked up to me, pressed against me, lay one leg and one arm over me. Face at my shoulder, kissed my shoulder. I love you. You know that, right? I nodded. I know that. I've always loved you. From the moment you figured me out. She nodded, aware of that. She always knew that I closed my eyes, attended to my mind's eye. Saw the stars above in all their glory. Thought about us. About that ring I had in the drawer. About when to get it out. Soon, she was already blubbering into my shoulder. A little drool at the corner of her mouth. God, she even did that sexy. 
Jillian and I woke first. Probably from having to get up early for work, I had shifted my sleep schedule around. Didn't matter it was Saturday, my body didn't know Saturday. Alert, I half sat up, looked at his side of the bed. He was still there, asleep, half rolled on one side but still facing up. Not snoring, thank God. The relief I felt surprised me. I guess my heart was still sore, from waking to an empty bed, an empty room. I knew Greg would never do that. But my heart reacted, it didn't think. I hope I'm healing now. I wake up to Greg a hundred more times, the hurt will be gone. Greg. What a lover. That magic cock, never tires, never gets soft. I felt happy just thinking about all the sex we had, would have. And as a good Vietnamese wife, my duty was to sex up my husband every chance I got. Not a chore. Gonna be a barrel of fun, my favorite part of being a wife. No time like the present. I reached under the covers, touched my cunny. Oh. Still sore. Lots of fucking, lots of friction last night. Have to get some lubricants. Normally I'm soggy as a ten dollar whore, but we did a buttload of fucking. Some artificial aid would be helpful. Still, I could sex him up. Didn't need my cunt for that. Just lips and tongue, I burrowed under the sheets, careful not to disturb him. I wanted him to wake up, coming. Even if I didn't manage it today, well practice makes perfect. Finding my way in the dark, it was not hard to acquire his cock. There was so much of it. Like a German sausage, even asleep, even flaxed.to get him to come fast. I couldn't waste time on jerking around. A blowjob, that's the trick. I rounded my mouth, flattened my tongue, stuck it out a little, gently lifted his dick, put my mouth over the tip. He groaned, shifted, still asleep. His cock responded to my mouthing, started growing. He was saying something? Gonna, hey, good. Jill! Jill! When he dreamt of sex, he was thinking of me. God, that felt good. I smiled around his fat dick, went back to sucking in earnest. This was my first time, and I was so glad it was Greg. I thought I didn't want to do this, ever, it seemed gross. But for Greg? A joy, a fun game, a nasty naughty way to tease him and get him hard. He grew so fast, I had to scoot back to follow the tip or it would thrust down my throat. Soon it extended over his belly button. Put that mouth to work, clamped my lips around, tonguing him, pushed down slurping, suck on the way back off. With some practice I could get a good third of him inside, my tongue loving the shaft as it slid in, his soft and bumping the back of my throat, making me want to gag. What had he said about reflexes? You could find them in your head, you could maybe control them. I tried going down as far as I could, gently bumping my throat with his spongy tip, anticipating the sensation, making it part of my goal. Four or five times, I felt the gag impulse coming, tried to get my mind around it, make it seem normal. When I thought of it that way I could do two, three strokes before I pulled off, suppressed the gag. Better. With a few more tries I was able to hold it there, just warming his cock with my lips and tongue, loving it up with my mouth, not gagging. Touching the back of my throat, belonging there, my love's enormous hard cock, then he erupted. The warm splash took me by surprise, quickly filled my throat, sticky and ropey. I slurped off, managed to swallow before the coughing fit hit. The covers were thrown back and I was exposed, a dirty nasty naked girl who'd been sucking off her boyfriend. Mouth dripping with cum. I felt a thrill at being discovered. Greg was looking at me, awake, alarmed, concerned. I finished coughing, smiled, lay back down beside him, smiled a sticky cummy smile. You be careful down there. A girl could get herself in trouble, pulling a stunt like that. I stuck my tongue out at him. It's my duty. To sex up my husband whenever he needs it. He lay down, turned to face me, kissed me, wiped his mouth with the back of his hand. You taste like me. You taste like me. By the way, that was a thank you. For saving those girls at the bar last night. They couldn't come here, thank me in person? I stuck my tongue out again, pouted. You just came here in person, that'll have to be enough for now. He grinned, looked at me with a tolerant, loving just come boyfriend look, all soft and happy. Hey, it's Saturday. We have so much to do today. He seemed excited by having something to do. I had to remind myself, he has a hard time staying busy during the week. Hmm? Laundry. Especially sheets. Groceries. Walking on the beach. Nap after lunch. Loving up my sweetheart. Some of that did sound nice. What first? A shower. Together? I grinned. He frowned. I'm not sure we'd come out any cleaner that way. I punched him, flopped out of bed, headed down the hall for my bathroom. The tiny one in his room was just a toilet and sink, a 
a phone booth-sized shower. No way was I struggling around in there with a big horny dude. Out, hair wet, dressed in a t-shirt, shorts and flip-flops, I stripped my bed, went to his, our bedroom and stripped that bed. Bundled all that up, hauled it out to the common laundry room, stuffed it in a washer, started it. The thing sometimes mistimed things, started agitating before it was full. I waited to make sure it got going okay. Bored I sat on top of it, looked out the tiny doorway, down the sidewalk to the street side exit. Nobody out there, it was early. Something big and sexy blocked the doorway, Greg. With a basket full of socks and stuff. No room. Full load. He sat the basket on the dryer, put hands on hips, considered me sitting there. A lady could find herself compromised, in public like this, nothing on but my shorts and t-shirt. It was true, I liked wearing his clothes. They were absurdly too large. My bit showed through the armholes and leg holes sometimes. I tugged back a leg, craned my neck, examined my cooch. You're right. Not much to keep a masher from just, I don't know, having his way. He glanced around at the blank walls, his eye looking much further. Satisfied with what he saw, he stepped closer, leaned in to kiss me. Once thus distracted, I felt something hard and warm bumping my cooch. I put one hand down there, scooted forward until my sexy bit was right at the edge, tilted my hips and felt for his cock. It was right there, naked and warm. Where were his shorts? A glance under his arm showed them on the floor, around his feet. Bold. And hot dot I rubbed his cockhead on my tender pussy, hoping for some wet. He provided it, in the form of the clear drool that comes out when he's getting horny. Slippery. Was it enough? Working it around, I got him lodged in me, snug and warm. Hmm. A good start. Back to kissing, hope for the best. Both arms around his neck, that and my butt on the edge of the washer were all that kept me upright. Thinking fast I raised both legs, wrapped them around his hips, leaned back, arched myself so he had the best chance of impaling me. This was a lot for him to stand. I looked like a cat in heat. The wet slippery got a lot wetter and slipperier. And just then the agitate cycle started. Hum. 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 It was provoking. For me. And apparently for him too. His hips started bumping forward in sync. Hum. Bump. Hum. Bump. Each bump got a little further into me. I started going slitch. On each stroke. Adding my wet to the whole exercise. Hum. Bump. Slitch. Hum. Bump. Slitch. That was maybe more than he was prepared for. His eyes got alarmed. His mouth opened a little. His bumping got out of sync. With a desperate look he put both arms around me, lifted and thrust. Into me dot I felt it all the way in, threading me, slithering into my body until I felt it hit bottom. I worked my guts around a bit, pushed his butt with my feet, got him just a little more snugged up inside, pull his face down, tongue in his mouth and go for broke. Licking his lip, playing tongue hockey, swapping spit, finally just tongue fucking his face. I felt him swell, grunt and blew. He blew his load inside me, in my most intimate pocket dot he stepped forward, lowered me, still attached. You harlot. You made me do that. Ha. Huh. You wanted it. Admit it, horn dog. You came in here too. Well, come in here. I'm just a helpless vessel for your lust. He smiled, nodded, admitting it. Satisfied, I let him go, to pull out wow. That felt like something, unthreading his horse cock from my innards. A little tender yet, but still good. It flopped down wetly against his leg, trailing cum strands that splat down the front of the washer. I am such a cum bucket. For my Greg, hopping down I grabbed a grungy sock from his basket, mopped up his leg, my butt the washer. Tossed it back in the basket. We gotta do that down on the beach sometime. I was excited by the idea that we might be caught. What's the worst that could happen? Somebody else gets horny too. We come too hard? I was willing to take the risk. A lady in housecoat and slippers shuffled in with her basket for the dryer just as Greg finished tugging up his shorts. Took him by surprise. I guess he was distracted and looking the wrong way. She eyed us, our flushed faces, our guilty looks and knew that we fled. Groceries took a back seat to walk on the beach. We were both stiff, needed to work some kinks out. Not used to so much physical labor, so much bending and crouching and thrusting. And so many reps, we held hands, walked on the hard sand where the water sometimes came, listened to the wind and the birds. A hoodie day, as the breeze was cool. Tell me what you see. I like to ask, because he liked to tell me. And out here it was easy, just a few things to see. Under the sand, the stumps of an old World War II watchtower. They built them up and down the coast, thousands of them. Not expected to last long, wood and timber. This one must have fallen in a storm sometime after the war, got buried. 
The hut is just a pile of flinders. The old telephone is buried there too. Somebody on the home watch was always there, with binoculars, ready to report bomber sightings. There never were any. Those cliffs over there? Three old flivers, 1930s style, buried out in the sea, nose down, under the bottom, underwater. There's a curve up there. Bootleggers would run fast with their lights off, miss the curve, go flying out and down. Something not violent, please? I was feeling happy and frisky. This guy thing about cars and wars was not conducive. Hmm. School of bluefish, migrating down the coast, maybe a couple thousand. Unexploded artillery shells, practice duds from, never mind, that little shack up the hill? On stilts? High schoolers use it for, um, encounters. Nobody there now, but a whole trash basket of condom wrappers, empty vodka bottles. Some rite of passage for the local seniors. Sounded like fun. My senior year had been spent bussing tables at a pizza hut. That airliner? Goes up the coast, Halifax, twice a day. Here it's between drinks cart and snack cart, the cabin stewards are idle for a bit, bored. Often two sweet young ladies occupy themselves in the galley, taking turns licking each other off. Yup, there they are at it, the dark girl, leg braced against the cooler, her pal the brunette busy with her tongue. They'll switch in a minute. That was more like it. People, happy and sexy and full of life. I gave him a peck on the cheeks, reinforced the good behavior. Guys are like spaniels, always horny, very trainable. There's a guy back in the bracken, has a blanket, comes here a lot. Just sits, alone, cross-legged, meditating. Weights on his wrists, ankles. Why do people do that? Wear weights. He considered. It's good exercise. It's good discipline. It hurts. I think this guy, maybe all three. I had enough pain in my past, enough sitting and doing nothing or doing the same job over and over. I've had my fill. Never gonna strap weights on just to feel something. I'm gonna do things instead, but hey, gotta be you. I didn't have to get him to accept him. I gave a quick salute in his general direction. One of my favorites. A vegetative raft, stone bracken washed down some river to the sea long ago, logs and rocks and branches swept from some riverbank by a flood. Blown across the ocean. Ended up here, ancient, very deep. Skeletons of African animals stranded when the raft blew out to sea, probably starved on the way. Antelope, water buffalo, ostrich, even a lion. Some old-timey lion, not like the ones today, half again bigger. That was probably some scientific find that would be world famous. If anybody could ever dig down that far. I thought again, Greg could be a great archaeologist if he was even a little interested. Filed that idea away for later. I grinned at him, stopped, pulled him back to me, wrapped my arms around him, kissed him. Let's fuck out here. I said it in his ear, quietly, but not really afraid that anybody would hear. He looked alarmed. I'm, uh, not quite ready for that. I mean, it would be totally awesome, and I'd come in you like a bull elephant. But I have to get my head around it first. He hadn't said no. I took that as a win, kissed him again, took his hand and walked on, back up the steps to the condo, walked on, muscles feeling warm and stretched. That had been a good idea. A nice walk after last night's activities. Up on the porch, Greg stopped me. How about here? Not quite on the beach, but you know, baby steps. Folks don't look up here much, above their eye level. But they might. So some of the fun? I smiled my biggest smile, unzipped my hoodie and shrugged out of it. In one motion, whipped my t-shirt over my head and hooked a thumb in my shorts, pulled them down. In under three seconds I was stark naked but for the shoes that he just stared for a beat, then began undressing. I hurried him up, slipped his hoodie over his shoulders, ran my hands up under his shirt. Kneeling I whipped his shorts down as he struggled to untangle his hoodie and shirt, took his always ready cock in hand, slurped it up. Whoa there girl. I'm not. Ah. I shut him up by stroking him root to end, then deep-throated him as best as I was able. Doing better with that. I could get a good five inches in, slurping and sucking. He froze, then unfroze, whipped his top clothes off onto the couch, put his hands on my head. His obedient cock swelled, stretched out under my tender care. I ducked and bobbed, keeping up with it, stroking what I couldn't slobber on, pausing to suck on the tip from time to time, lick it like a lolly. He grabbed my hair, pulled up. Gently but firmly. I let him pull me off, schlup, and up into his embrace. Leading me to the couch, I got the idea, laid him face up, hauled myself over him, straddled him cun over face, my face to his cock, got back to work, even though he was taller, a longer reach from sex to mouth, he had so much cock I could make it line up easily. 
Rocking my hips forward and back I rubbed my sex on his mouth, his chin, just enjoying the sensation of indoor-outdoor naked sluttiness. Meanwhile slurping my mouth forward over his cock, then sliding back, belly to chest, boobs to belly. He felt really good, strong, some muscles under that padding, fur but not too much. It was exactly the right angle for deep throating. His cock lies along his belly when he's on his back and by tipping my head up to meet it, each slide forward slid it straight in my mouth to my throat. Like I was one giant throat fuck doll, I did that for a while, shlooking forward, feeling him in my mouth, down my throat. Each time a little further, suppressing the gag with repeated sensation. Some time into this he remembered to lick me, mouth me as my cunt went over his face. He didn't have much control. I was in control. So he did what he could, hitting stuff at random which was pretty hot. I got pretty wet anyway, getting up some steam, rocking on all fours crouched over him, sliding on him. I concentrated on aligning his cock, my mouth and throat. Each thrust I got a little bit more of him inside. Inspired I stopped fully engaged and considered. There was really nothing keeping him from going right on down, except my throat muscles. Working them I figured out how to clench them and from there it wasn't far to figure how to relax them. Once I relaxed a little I went for it. Press gently. Gently. And nothing. Okay, press harder. With a strong push and conscious relaxing I felt him squish a little more into me. Taking the initiative I thrust. Along his body. Felt him thread down my throat like a sausage, tried swallowing to help him along. It helped. I pushed until suddenly I saw Bush right in front of my nose that he was in me. All the way. Most of a foot of hot swelled great cock in my mouth, down my gullet that I held it, holding my breath too, just being a sexy horny throat fuck slut for my Greg, letting him figure out where he was. It took only a couple of seconds and I felt the ripple along his cock that meant coming, while he jetted his cum down my throat, direct into my stomach I jogged a little, forward and back, just an inch, let him feel where he was, feel my body around him. His balls were right in front of my eyes, hard as nuts, writhing like two little chipmunks had gotten in there, giving it all he had. That bush tickled. I had to sneeze. Sliding back rapidly I unthreaded him out and flop. Just in time to sneeze. On his belly. A spray of spit and cum then I coughed up a little more cum, smeared in my windpipe as I withdrew. His cock was wet, soggy, pulsing, a little cum still beating out. I let it alone, let him recover. Swallowed hard, my throat a little sore from friction. Can't do that very often. But wow. I felt like a sex goddess. Jesus fucking shit. Goddamn sneaky slutty cum whore. You are a menace. I giggled, heaved off him, turned around, laid back on him full length. One wet sexy skin contact is the best. Looked him right in the eyes. Your goddamn sneaky slutty cum whore. Sex goddess Jillian, here to drive her man insane. You're like a sex kamikaze. Appearing through the clouds to come screaming in full throttle. A lust explosion. Never had a chance. I smiled, planted a wet one right on his mouth. Laid my head on his shoulder, breathed on his cheek. I like that. A sex kamikaze. I should get an outfit. I'm sure King would have some good ideas. He seemed a little troubled. Tell me. He didn't have to ask. We knew each other by now. How am I to compete? With your energy? Your wild fearless nature? I'm just... Greg. Hey. You're Superman Greg, remember? You don't have anything to prove. I'm happy being your sex kitten kamikaze. Don't worry, I get my jollies. Your warm furry very male body does all the right things for me. I snuggled in a little more, naked on naked, really nice that he seemed a little better. Don't you ever, hmm? I nuzzled his cheek, licked it. Salty. Don't you ever think of me as a freak? Doing things you can't do? Don't you feel jealous? Or resentful? I thought about it. Nah. Some guys play the guitar. I can't do that either. I like the guitar, can you play? He shook his head. No. Okay, so that's a minus on the boyfriend tally sheet. But you have your Greg thing. Balances out. Nice, to have a boyfriend with skills. Glad you learned it. It's useful and makes you a better person. He sighed, definitely feeling better now. I could tell. Long as you don't go all magneto on me. I bit his jaw, jumped up before he could retaliate. Time for grocery shopping. Could we put something on first? We were wearing only beach shoes. Maybe a hat? It could get sunny later. He reached out to swat me. I dodged. Okay, put something on. But not too much. Sex kamikaze isn't finished with you yet. Next, more sex. Maybe a ring? Does it matter now? 